Welcome to the Technoid Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Today's show is sponsored by ActiveCampaign. See why 65,000 businesses use ActiveCampaign for their marketing by signing up at activecampaign.com slash Get your two, first two months for free. Today's guests, Kayla Carey, Toy Valentine, co-founders of MeTime. I love the concept here. We've all heard of uh, SitterCityandCare.com. Big fan. Love Genevieve Thiers and what she's built at Sitter City. Um, it doesn't solve the problem for me, though. Not that it doesn't solve the problem. It does. When I need a sitter, I can get a sitter more or less on demand, but it's not really on demand because you vet them and I look them up and then I kind of, they're, they're building a tool with Chime and they're rolling into that and there's on-demandiness to it. But I don't think it solves my problem. And I've talked at length with my wife about this and with many, many other, at least entrepreneurial parents, but parents nonetheless, about how they, like what the stress is, what's the problem. And I think most people will tell you, oh, there's not enough date night. There's not enough, you know, me time, pun intended. That's the name of the, uh, uh, the company coming on next. But I really think the problem is that we don't have enough, like, slivers of time, 15 minutes, an hour, two hours, to, like, go to the gym, to get a haircut, to just do, sit, sit in your car. It sounds weird. It's a common thing. Just to do something, and you feel like whenever you need to do that, you have to burden your parents or a friend. So then when the time comes that you want to take, like, a night, you don't take it because you feel like you've already burned, burdened your friends or family. This solves that. This gives me the ability to just drop my kid off somewhere for an hour, go to the gym, pick her up, and come back home, and then save up that goodwill for when I need to actually take a night out with my wife. And I can call my mom and be like, hey, can you help me out? And I won't feel like that I'm overburdening her. Um, so anyway, I, the, the takeaway of this show is if you have kids or are thinking of having kids, this will either sway you one way or the other. Minimally, I think as they roll this product out, they're raising money now, uh, and get into our neighborhood, I can't wait to try this. And I think any of you live in the city, there are 40 or 50 areas throughout Chicago now. Um, you should definitely give it a try. Speaking of this podcast, if you like uh, this topic and this podcast, you should follow Technology Podcast on Spotify or wherever you podcast your brains out. Um, and check out the show we did with Parachute founder Desiree Vargas Wrigley. Similar sort of scenario, trying to find things to do with my ch- child or your children uh, anytime you're out and about. If you like that show, you will like this one. Here is my episode talking to Kayla Carey and Toy Valentine, the co-founders of Me Time. I, I'm just going to start off by saying I could use some some Me Time <laughs> right about now. I'm exhausted. Um, we have our six-month baby checkup tonight, um, but she's almost eight months <laughs> because she keeps getting sick and they don't want to do the test and all the stuff and the shots when she's sick. And it's like, when, when you bring a baby to daycare and it's in the winter months, when are they not sick? If you guys know the answer to this, I'll take it. No, you'll it's probably never. do the six-month checkup at a 12-month. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. And my wife is losing her mind. Um, and then last night, she just was like under the weather. And like she, it was like, it's a cold. She did the RSV already, so we're good with it. did that already. She was cold before that, so it was like sick on Thanksgiving, RSV over Christmas, good for two weeks, loses tons of weight. Then she's starting to eat again, then immediately gets a cold, and here we are again. She's throwing up and all this stuff, and it's like, we can't, like, it's like 24-hour care, and I go to daycare, I feel bad, so I come home, and it's like, Jen and I really, like, to go out, it's like, you have to call a parent, because yeah. there's no other real options, and, I, and I'm not saying that I would leave my sick child with, with another person necessarily, although I probably would, Jen wouldn't do that, um, but, like, as as there are windows of, t- of opportunity where she is good to go, 
I would love to be able to find a sitter or find someone who can help me out. This is impossible to find. And like we talked about this on the call when we, when we met, you know, I know Genevieve from Sitter City. I know, you know, some of the people from care.com that doesn't solve this yeah. like at all. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't like they have a couple of tools chime and things that, that they were trying to get going. It doesn't solve the real problem. Um, and I thought me time had an interesting spin to this. Uh, so maybe to start off with just talking a little bit about, about me time, or if you guys know how to solve this problem immediately, <laughs> I will take it. Yeah. I mean, you can book someone on me time today. That solved yeah. our problem. Boom. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, Done. So, so we totally get your problem. I have an almost two year old. And when I was on maternity leave with him, I got sick a couple weeks in and like just the simple problem of like, how do I go to the doctor for an hour? And do I want to do that with a four-week-old and then yeah. go to the doctor? Or just take a shower, really, yeah. quite frankly. I mean, like, yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes, just a little window. This, this morning, I'm, like, trying to, like, get ready to go, and, you know, she, she's under the weather, so I'm, like, trying to, like, what, and it says, wah, wah. we actually have, it's not on this one, but I actually have her crying as one of my sounds. <laughs> um, but I don't, it's for the live show, not on this one. But, but yeah, it, it's just a real thing, and, like, I, I think maybe as you get into the me time and talking about how this did, and we'll get into, like, how you started it and why and all that. Yeah. I think one of the things that will resonate, uh, particularly with the entrepreneurial people who listen to the show and those especially who are parents, is that we spend a lot of time, as I, I would never have said this before, now I do as a parent, a lot of time hemming and hawing about like broad conversation. Like, we don't have any weekends together. We don't have any nights alone. We don't have whatever. And it's like, truthfully, that's really not that hard to solve because you're going to take it overnight, especially early on to a parent. So like, you really can make that ask whenever you want. Yeah. The reason that we don't do that is because we've leveraged mom and dad so many times periodically for a quick fix that made it to where I didn't want to ask for that. And even that really isn't the problem. The real problem is that I feel like I have no time, whether it's me or my wife or both of us, to be able to be like, time out. We're just going to go get a cocktail. I'll have four. She'll have one. But same difference. <laughs> just rush them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, just two doubles out. Um, not out cold out of the restaurant <laughs> perhaps um but the bottom line is like that like that we don't talk about that and that's the one thing that is actually the real pain point that needs to be solved and that's where i'm hoping like you guys are able to, to fill that because but it takes a unique niche to do that so so rock away on this now yeah so i think that's like the most interesting thing about this industry is that it's harder to find a single unit which is like an hour of childcare, than it is to find five you, know, oh, you yeah. can find five hours, a huge block of time for you to go on a long date night if yep. you have the energy, right? But you can't find anything that covers you for like the short gaps of, you know, self-care or whatever, yeah. right? Peace and quiet. And so I think like that is the niche <coughs> we're trying to fill. Um, like I don't think me time is like grandiose or like it doesn't have to be luxury. It's like the things that you used to have in your life, like the 15 minutes of a quiet shower or um or going to the gym or no. whatever you want to do, taking a walk. Those are things that like I I felt That's where we're at in life. Yeah. yeah. I need someone to help me take a walk. Take a or walk. just sit in your car. Yeah, sit in your <laughs> car that quietly. Common me time activity. Yeah. We've heard. the number of times people have said I just want to go to Costco alone. Like that is a, a real I believe that. Jenna's talked to me numerous times like the first time it's exciting to go to Target and the kids in the little thing are like, Oh my god, me. Yeah, and then they want to get out of the car. Then you hit the second aisle and you're like, oh, this <laughs> yeah. is brutal. Yeah, so I think there's like those things that 
you probably took for granted in your pre-baby life, yes. right? Where you thought... I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, you didn't even know that that was alone time, that you were like banking for yeah. some future work you might yeah, have yeah. to do. And But I think like those periods of time in your week are really important to make sure that you get so that you can be like a present and available parent and yeah. spouse and all the other things. Yeah, and the idea of having family to rely on for those things is actually dwindling. Like we yeah. are now seeing that more people are geographically dispersed from their families. Yep. So they don't have that kind of support structure. So what's nice is like something like me time almost becomes your like go to support structure in those moments so that you can guilt free say I need to go to Costco for an hour. I, I mean, I do feel like I I ask a lot of my parents already with like I have a dog and they watch the dog all the time and blah, blah. It's like I hate being dependent on this is more of like a relationship problem <laughs> but i i let's hate talk. yeah let's let's yeah. let's get real um i hate re- i hate having to like be reliant on others and i also hate relying on others and like <clears throat> it's just it's very difficult for me and i wish if i could i'd be like if, if i could just have like a a, a a helper that i could bring in and out as needed and just be like that's your problem like yeah. cash go uh, that would be a huge lifesaver. So obviously, I assume that you guys have experienced this firsthand, and thus decided to try to solve this. How did you come to the realization that it's these like flickering moments that are more important than like the five-hour thing? And like, how did you go about building a solution for this? Yeah. So I think like my personal experience made me feel like the things I was really missing were really these small bursts. Like I know how to solve the date night problem, right? Yep. I can get a babysitter to my house for date night. Um, if I had the energy to go on said date night. But I, I think like the smaller things were where I was like really feeling the challenge, especially when my son was born, but still now and he's almost two. So I think there's like, like that was my personal pain point. And then I started asking friends, like, what do you do for these things that you used to really love spending time doing? Like I have a friend who loved yoga. I'm like, how do you go to yoga anymore? And they're like, oh, well, you know. <coughs> twice a month my mom comes over and then I go to this yoga class and you know they used to go to yoga four days a week right yeah. so I think there's just like those pockets of time when I started asking people felt like everyone was missing that same opportunity so really the way we went about it was like there are lots of providers out there who um, have availability but we wanted to flip the way people typically think about childcare, which is like someone comes to you they don't want to come to you for less than three or four hours because they have to come to you yeah. right so there is distance that they have to travel between their house and your house they might have to take a lyft or an uber that costs them money um, and they have to make sure that that three hours with you is not in conflict with a five-hour booking they could get with someone else yep. right yep. so they're going to try to maximize their ability to make money so we started looking at it in terms of like there are providers out there like licensed daycares who have open slots they they're not marketing those open slots to people who need a small amount of time right they're just marketing to people who can book three to five days a week full-time yep um and then there are also like stay-at-home parents who are already providing this resource they're already drowning and uh, they'll take one more i mean they're (laughs) providing that resource themselves (laughs) you know they have this like really important resource at their fingertips that they like can't get people to use and a lot of stay-at-home parents either part or full-time stay-at-home don't you know they left the job market because of the economics of childcare, right which is insane by the way which is insane 
Um, and so that also is like it puts them in a bad place on both sides because they left the job market because it was so expensive to have childcare, and they can't afford childcare because it's so expensive. So we basically have been working with stay-at-home parents, licensed daycares, and nannies who have small pockets of time and getting them vetted and their space vetted so that you can drop off your child. And essentially, they don't have to go anywhere. They can take more than one child at once. Yep. So they can make more per hour, making an hour doable for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for the daycares, it's all upside because those are spots they weren't filling. And it's for- funny to me. Like, this is <clears throat> obviously when we deal with children and things, we sort of like kid gloves and it's a little different. But, like, from a VC investor standpoint, like, this model has been executed on really well in the gym space. It's yeah. been executed on really well in the hair salon space. Like, mm-hmm. you have inventory. And you are not in a situation or, or place where it is really affordable. Like you're not going to spend all the extra money trying to market your availability on a whim. It wouldn't make up the, the one chair not being used during that one day or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It, so if you have a company that's essentially a marketing firm mm-hmm. that also happens to de- do a little bit of logistics. Yeah, exactly. And for like the stay-at-home parents, the logistics is the biggest With a bow tie. Yeah, yeah, like the logistics is so important for the stay-at-home parent because, like, if you've ever stayed at home with your kid, you don't have a ton of time to just be, like, combing the web for yeah, potential no. clients, right? And also, I'd say at this point, you're probably done with that. Like, yeah. you've had enough, you know, because I think that's the one thing that a lot, you, you brought this up before. One of the things that, that I think for those looking at this, like, well, that, wh- like, why would they need you? Why wouldn't they just do it? It's like, they weren't entrepreneur like their plan in life wasn't like i'm gonna start this like daycare facility that i'm gonna grow i'm gonna buy the whole neighborhood up and like you know they're not looking at like unit economics (laughs) it just literally like turned out that it costs you know one and a half kids is like two grand a month in daycare and that's being very very nice that's a lot of money like you're making 40 fifty thousand dollars that's it right there done just on one kid's like weekly care Mm -hmm. so it's like if i can be at home with my own child and have a little bit of freedom, although that's even quite overrated because you don't, um, now, knowing this now firsthand. Um, if I could do that and make a little bit extra money, you know, great. If I could do that and make like enough money that it's like, whoa, we can actually afford our own like side person to come in and help so we can have more, like then it becomes a thing. But I just feel like a lot of people underestimate the circumstances around why a person gets into the childcare space. Yes, I think that's true. And I, I, and to your point about like being able to afford your own, we actually allow you to like earn credits yeah. towards me time versus cash. Although you can also earn cash. Um, and so like it's basically like putting your putting some time in your bank. Yeah. That you can use later, as opposed to you know there is some psychology behind you put the money in your bank account and now it's family money and what you do with that yeah. fam- family money is up to the family. Yeah. And we don't play that game. Yeah. We use separate bank accounts in this house. <laughs> well, that's- we got, I got one, I got LLC, I got my M one, I got my Robin hood. Jen's got her thing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you know, there I mean, I'm like- not kidding, but yeah. <laughs> she's got more in her thing than I got in mine. So like, we're good. <laughs> yeah. But so play. I think there's like that aspect of it is like, once you have cash in your bank, yeah. it's like, how do you spend it? And, and then there becomes like that guilt over. There like, is. You're, yeah. I was making a joke of it, but like it's a hundred percent true. Like there, I, I think it's a really smart incentive to be totally honest. And I, I think I'm just this is the the old fat white bald guy mentality that I'm trying to like knock out the window like with like judicious force. Um, <laughs> that men of a certain age don't understand 
this opportunity. I remember I was just on the show with, with Genevieve Thiers like two weeks ago talking about when she first was trying to pitch Sitter City. And she was like, Care.com is raising like a shit ton of money. And I'm running around Chicago trying to meet with investors like, this is a huge thing. I just don't see how that's a thing. Like, what, what's why, why would that be? Like, the my common, wife stays home with the kids and you're like. Yeah, that's what we hear. I mean, the most common response is, let me ask my wife. Which is just a very different conversation then, right? Like if you're I would walk out of the meeting at that point. All just of like, your research is based on the experience of this one person in your world that yeah. you know. I mean, how many other things do these people invest in that they would not use themselves? Yes. There are a lot of things. All like things. That. But for if they're some smart, reason, yeah. If they're smart and successful, the majority of things that they're investing in, I want to know a little bit about the the ebb and flow. Like I want to have familiarity with the business operation. That's yeah. like true. And I would ask you or Sam, I'd ask anybody like, what do you know about this business? At the end of it though, it just comes down to bucks. So like, I'm going to look at this and like the minute you said this on the phone, I was like, this reminds me of filling space at a salon. That's what this reminds me of, which is a really smart business. Another example, our friends at clear cover completely unrelated to this just raised another 50 million. They're going to be raising a hundred any minute. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I just did whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Kyle, <clears throat> but the business and there's others like this, like cover while insurance is kind of where I'm going with this. There is a marketability that some companies have to be able to more easily acquire or attract a customer base because they know them better because it's, it's just cheaper for them to do it. Mm -hmm. And then they fill whatever amount of quantity of availability, whether it's underwriting for insurance or it's using this or it's space at a gym, whatever. It's a smart business. And there's a, like, I just think you guys are honest with me with this. I think most of the companies took sort of the Uber approach and not the like, like let's like solve the, like the problem like first and then grow from there. Yeah. I mean, even like, I guess just company history wise, like when we first, so Kayla and I were friends. Yep. I don't have kids yet myself. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you would think I would learn from all the user research yeah. we've done. I still haven't. There's something deep inside. Well, <laughs> I, I think that's nature. You know, like, like I think like that's like the whole thing. You would not a race if yeah. you didn't have nature that. Nature got her. Yeah. <laughs> nature got nature her. Nature got her. The old nature wins story again. Every time. But <laughs> they, you know, as a friend, I think there's even this concept of like, you see your friends going through this transition in life and it is hard to know how to help in those situations or even to maintain your own relationship with them. And you know, one thing we talked about a lot was like, if we could solve this for you, I get to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like we get to do things together uh, that takes you away from that environment for a little bit, for a short amount of time, but allows you to recharge and bring your best self back. And I think that is, you know, a concept that makes sense to anyone, even if you don't have kids, right? You have friends who have kids that are experiencing the floundering, the exhaustion. Now, I will say, I agree with you, but I will say, we're going to share this show everywhere except for my personal account because I use Vivian as my excuse to not hang out with any of my friends. <laughs> um, I go yeah, to Jen stuff. Yeah, so like I go to, no, no, they need to know. This is my, this is my letting everyone, no, I'm just kidding. But it, it's true. I mean, I like, I, I, but I totally get what you're saying with this. I, I think that it's hard for people who don't have kids until they see it. And you're obviously a very unique vision uh, for this yeah. um, to understand it. And it's, it's just a, I mean, I'll be honest, like 
this is not a surprise to you, I'm sure. Come uh, <laughs> prior to having the child, I was like, ah, oh, this will be easy. Like, what's the deal? You know, like Jen's got all of her friends have kids. I'm like, you know, these people don't know how to manage time. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> right. That's their, their, the real it's issue is that they're, they don't. Schedulers. Yeah, these people yeah. are the worst. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a problem. Like, even stupid stuff, like I would take an Uber from one place to the other. Like, no, because you got to pick the kid up at the end and you don't have a car seat and you can't take a little baby in an Uber. I mean, I guess you can, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all kinds of little stuff. And I do think that if people have the opportunity to have that, I mean, I'm just trying to like go back in this conversation, but like if you could really know that at any given time you could take that me time away, how much less stress would you have around the major stuff? Cause you'd be like, Oh, you know, it's all you're, you're not like feeling like you're being chased down. Yeah. I mean, I think parenting and like a lot of parenting blogs talk about this a lot, but it's like being a parent is a full-time job, right? It's more than a full-time job. It's more than we work otherwise, right? And there are no breaks. So knowing that you have a break coming up is motivating, right? It's like a good way to make sure that you are still being like effective with your time, knowing that, you know, in five hours, I'm going to get this me time or I could get this me time. I think it just stops you from being overwhelmed. Yeah. Like even like just like you you were the one talking about this before about like just going and or no you said it uh, toy said it going to sit in a car yeah that's that shit's real yeah it's sad but real no it's yeah. real like I I mean like just to like I have a, a car that charges on a you know like Tesla or whatever so I go I drive to Bolingbrook which is not it's like twenty miles it's stupid distance from my house I'm like I'm just gonna like oh the car needs charging honey <laughs> which it does true but. Not now necessarily, <laughs> and it's and I just go drive out and I just park there and it's like well I, you know I'm the car could be cold I, you know I don't you can't have a kid in the car right. you know you can't have a kid in a charging car yeah you don't right. know man this thing's yeah. connected anything could happen <laughs> and that's a real deal like that's like taking a minute to yourself and just be like I'm gonna listen to a podcast yeah, yeah. like maybe not this one or another one but any but anyway. yeah. Yeah, when we started, um, so like my background uh, is in more in the design and product innovation side. So I had spent like the last 10 years kind of practicing more human-centered design. So making sure we understood the people that we were actually building something for. And so when Kayla said she had this, I was like, I definitely believe that. I believe that you are experiencing this. I am curious how many people, though, will actually follow through. Right? Yeah. It's one thing to say I'm exhausted. I need to do something. It's yeah. another thing to actually take the time to and give. Well, that's that guilt time. thing she was talking about before as well. Like yeah. you feel guilty to do that. Yeah. yeah, and I, you know, I went into it really thinking it was going to be a big hurdle for some people. Like there would be an adoption curve more around like the mental state of giving yourself that time. I think there is something happening though with both like how work is changing. People having more flexible hours. Yeah different kinds of jobs and lifestyles but then also this self-care industry and like how we talk about it now is so commonplace like if you just go through your social media it's like every other post is something about the importance of taking care of yourself especially sleep i think that's a common one you see a lot so i think the the conversation now is happening more and more where there it's less about the guilt but it's more about the oh, this is a requirement for me to take care of my mental health yep. and my physical health so I can be the pers- the parent I need to be. So it was surprising. Like when we went out and we talked to 
every parent we knew. I mean, we all over, not just in Chicago. And everyone was like, I wish. Yeah. Like, I wish this was a thing that I could actually take advantage of because the idea of paying $100 for a sitter to come just so I can go to the gym is ridiculous. Yeah. Like that now just seems, you know, selfish. Like yeah. now it's like reaching a different point. So it, I don't know, it was really surprising that we, that this is something that people are talking about, but no one's really asking for. And so by putting this out there, it's now a, we're having that conversation more with parents. I think if you if you had pitched this to me straight up, I would have I'd be with you on this. So I would say that would have been my like critical, got to get mission critical object. Like, yeah. can can I convince Jen that she should just go to the gym? And what surprises me is, and it's probably to your point, is probably like social does kind of help grease the wheel a little bit. But I think that she, like most parents, hits a wall, yeah. and you're like. If it's sort of, I say this to her all the time, she less and less get, looks over and gives me the look like she's going to s- strangle me. <laughs> Early on in the relationship, this was not, or in the, you know, since having a child, this was a look that was like an immediate, like, you know that look. Everyone knows that look. <laughs> yeah. um, I said to her, there's a reason when you go on an airplane, they say you have to put your mask on first. It's true. If you are not taking care, like, if I don't take care of me, I can't make a living, I can't take care of you. We can't take care of the kid. Like, and it was like, you, you know, like, (laughs) and now she's like, correct. Going to orange theory, like timeout. Like, and I'm like, you, you raise the flag and I will step up and be there on time to give you that time. But then there are times now with my career that I can't. So it's like, what does that look like? So now when I think about it, after talking to you both about this, I think to me, the mission critical part of this, the big question mark is going to be, what is the inventory around in what areas and how easy is it for you guys to, to systemize? So what is that, what does that look like? Yeah. So right now we have um, about 60 providers across Chicagoland. So okay. we go as far North as like Skokie area and we are, as are far you in Glen Ellen by chance? No. Can we I are. help you get in Glen Ellen by chance? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, we launched in September, so we've been just building capacity since then and that's our most critical um, activity right now is just making sure that we have enough providers so that if people go to the site they find something close enough to them that yep. they feel comfortable exactly. and that to me is you know really the only question mark because I mean I, I look at it I'm like let's assume you were in Glen Ellen based on where the gym is and where the things that I would need to go like that I would have any interest in going to although it would not be apparent that I go to the gym, but I want to. Um, <laughs> I just, it's, there's no time. It's a dream. It's a dr- Exactly. It's a dream. But then you're like, but it, I could also just go sit in my car for an hour, you know, and that just seems so much better. Um, but no, joke, jokes aside, like if you can find areas where you can just drop the kid off and it's in route, mm-hmm. this is going to be a, just a slamming success. If it's a problem to find, well, I have to go find a spot, and I'm like, you know, ma- you know, wazing my way. I almost said MapQuest. Where am I at? <laughs> wazing my way through a neighborhood to drop the kid off. Like, that's the challenge. But I, I do think that you can find. I think that like once you figure out your areas where you're going to tap to market to these people, once you find it, they're going to fly at you. Yeah, we have not had a hard time so far recruiting providers. Um, we have been bootstrapped up to this yep. point. We're raising capital right now so that it would ideally make that process a little easier. Um, 
but essentially like it has not been hard it's just been a matter of being able to interview everyone and getting them onto this the platform so people can find them so we had bigger gaps like two months ago and now there are neighborhoods that we didn't have providers in that now we have three providers in yeah um where there are huge you know family populations so i think that is that is absolutely the most important thing for us right now and it is it is not as big of a challenge as we initially thought it would be. Yeah, and the nice thing about, I mean, originally when we started, we were like, let's just prototype this. We didn't build the product. I think we used Acuity or some kind of, you know, third-party tools, and we just created like a scheduling form. Yep. We're like, let's just try this and see if people will book it. And we were aiming for, we thought this would be daycares only, but then the more we looked into it, we're like, well, the real gap is actually options. Yeah. People need more than just what daycare hours can give. And parents and nannies were like, please let me be on your platform. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, we're not going to say well, yeah, no to they're, that. They're yeah. thinking, I mean, this is the same thing as Lisa app for, for spa. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. previously, if you had told me the idea, I don't mean you're a company, like your business per se, but as yeah. like a salon person, I'm thinking, give me a chair. Mm-hmm. And then like really quickly after you feed 10 or 12 customers, I'm like, I think I host my own chair. Yeah. Yeah. Just make, like, it's just a lot easier. Yeah. So I mean, that makes total sense to me. Yeah. And I, I think the play space option. So that's our third one that we introduced is we actually partner with local play spaces. So yep. these are like the kids gyms. Yep. That you have to take your kid with you. Yep. You pay for them for the day to play. Um, a lot of them we were hearing, you know, parents call us constantly and say, can I just leave them? Yeah. I'll just be back in an hour. I just yeah. have to run down the street. Yeah, yeah. And the owner's like, no, I'm the only one here. And there's like 60 kids. Yeah. kids right, out I do not have insurance it's not good for, for anyone. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to happen. So we almost act as like the staffing model for them. So yeah. there's a win for them. These are spaces that, you know, your example, like I'm, I don't want to like wind around through these neighborhoods. The nice thing about play spaces is they're usually centrally yep, located yep, in yep. these areas where there is high traffic. So what we're doing is just matching like individual providers to those places. And if they have kids, like, yeah, that's great. I now get to bring my kid for free. I love that business model. Watching another kid. That business model to me is super clean. The finances make perfect sense and the winners are all three. Mm -hmm. Because if you're a person who's like, I don't want to go to some stranger's house, I also really don't want my house to be a shithole and like yeah. totally trashed by kids. So I'll go to a play space. Also, I don't want to like have to create things for the kid to do. So like I'm going to go to a play space. Play space guy just wants capacity. He just wants it filled. He doesn't want to deal with sourcing the person to watch. You come in. I take a cut. You take a cut. You drop your kids off. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's like a fantastic model, in which case, I mean, you've seen this already in other industries. Like people will build spaces essentially for you yeah. to yeah. fill in every single area. Like, I love that model. That's well, good. a good one. Yeah. yeah, Great. All the freelancing <laughs> parents love it too. I bet. Yeah. We have actually a few play spaces where they, even though they live on the opposite side of the city, they will book it just so they can work at the coffee shop that's connected to it. Yeah. Right? I get two hours to check my email. My child is like giggling, well, that's, yeah. screaming with laughter in the other room. Like, that's cool. And I don't have to be there. And all of the mechanics and the operational models of this are completely consistent and predictable, which mm-hmm. is yeah. like, that's the goal. I mean, you have to do all three or four options until you find sort of economy of scale. But like the other ones do come with certain levels of uncertainty. And it's like, if nothing else, it's training people to be conditioned to do this and training people to be like, realize like, you know, I know it's great that you're doing this at your house right now, but like, imagine if mm-hmm. you came here. 
Yeah, it's yeah. interesting because um, we thought that people would have like would be one way or another, right? Like yep. I'm, everyone's going to want the daycares because they're licensed and they've already gone through all this vetting or, you know, they're going to love the play space because that's like a really way like really easy way for them to become accustomed to doing something like this. Um, but it's so interesting because, you know, parents have such strong feelings about everything. Right. You know, like there are like stroller wars. Yeah. Right. About you no way this brand of stroller versus this brand i have no experience in that <laughs> so as you roll your eyes you know like there is some kind of war going on about like literally every decision you can make as a parent and there are parents who are very very pro daycare and yep. there are ones that are not and there are ones that are like i love the idea of my child having a at home experience with someone else yeah right and so someone else's home with their kid feels like a really lovely play date that my kid can go on whereas other parents are like i don't know that person i don't want to put them in their home yeah obviously through us they go through like a vetting process which makes them uh, more comfortable more comfortable but you know they have like these really strong feelings and this it appears to be that it's kind of like across the spectrum oh totally i mean like the the shaming or like the whatever I've gotten with the daycare stuff, like it is ridiculous. The comments that certain people of certain person's friends have said to me or like I hear in passing, it's just like super judgy. It's like, really? Cause like I could go back at you with every other argument on the other, way, like socialization and all like, there's a million different things. Some people, they have their, like, it's so true. The kid thing is like, it's like first off that's the haves and the have nots those who don't have kids are like ah whatever i was that guy five minutes ago <laughs> and then then there's like the in within the kids segment there's like a sub segment of like anywhere from let it rain to essential oils and that we'll just leave it at that <laughs> everybody knows that one yeah i mean there's like that it all goes into like that feeling of guilt right like we're creating other people's feeling of guilt by saying like i'm judging you for this and i think that is like partly what we are trying to help solve which is like if you can get an hour why would you feel bad about an hour yeah right like it is very hard for people who are at home with their kids all the time or a lot of the time to like say i'm going to take five hours right or i'm going to get a whole day to myself it feels like so big but like i don't know anyone who's like i don't deserve one stinking hour yeah. to myself <laughs> right i completely agree <laughs> and to think of like as a parent i draw the line at like I don't use dog mode in my car. Like that's that's how high the step is for me. <laughs> my wife is like, she's like, can you, you know, I'm, I'm a good dad, but she's just like, you're, um, you need to care more. <laughs> like you need to take less shortcuts. What? That's my whole life. Um, <laughs> my life is a shortcut. That's the whole point. Um, at any rate, this is amazing. I can't wait to try this out. I hope you guys get in Glen Ellen sometime soon. Um, I I think this is a great way to solve this problem, and I think. Like I said before, I really do think this is the one that solves it better because to all of the points you guys have made throughout the whole show, it's really expensive to use the other care for like long periods of time or really short periods of time. And like there's no middle ground. And then the overnight is usually not really an option. And all of the major things that you would want to have like complete security, you're going to go to your parents or friend anyway. So like you would do that more if you didn't feel like you'd already use that card. Yeah. Right. It's like you guys, I feel like are solving this in a different way. And, and I, I like it a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Where do people go to sign up and use this? And uh, how do people get in touch with you guys? Yeah. If you go to find-metime.com. Okay. Or find hyphen, I'll be specific, metime.com. <laughs> um, 
you can actually learn all about us there. You can either sign up to become a provider, and then I'll actually like, you know, put you in an application process to actually get you onto the platform. Uh, if you want to use it, you can actually go to the same site to go to our product. Right now, we are not a mobile app. Everyone keeps asking. Yep. We get it. In time. It's easy. In time. In time. Right now, we are just a website. Test the theory, and then you'll get there. That's yeah. right. All good. Um, and then they can follow us on Instagram at find.metime. Very cool. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank, Thank you. you. If you've got any questions that you have for me about this show or any other show, feel free to DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Katoon or at Technori to invest in featured companies on the Startup Showcase live on WGN Radio. Just go to technori.com. Boom, that's a wrap.